Welcome back to Mutiny Radio and our show Racers Alley. Our guests will be coming in uh, shortly, and uh, Wade Boyd will be here, just back from racing in Australia with uh, Team USA. And uh, Robbie Mototagar will be here, and I think he has an announcement to make regarding the business and being gone for a little bit. And uh, hopefully Manny will be here talking about some cruising news. Anyway, so welcome to Racers Alley. Uh, welcome back at Mutiny Radio. And I got to say, you know, it's going to be a nice time here at the shop in a few months here. Uh, Pamtastic's going to have some uh, a great great comedy club fest here and i'm going to get all the dates for you together soon and uh let you guys know what's going on right on right on all right so uh we'll be back shortly and uh enjoy yourselves and uh enjoy some music cheers 
Sounds like we had a skip there. Welcome to Mutiny Radio and uh, Racers Alley's our show. Wade Boyd, our host, will be here shortly. And I think we're going to have Robbie Motor Tire Guy and Mr. Manny here as our guests. So we've got some uh, interesting uh, stories coming back from Australia. Wade was here with TMUSA, as well as a little bit of uh, news from the motorcycle industry here in San Francisco with Robbie Motor Tire Guy. And, uh, of course, Tokyo Moto has uh, just uh, uh, new exciting news as well. So uh, enjoy listening to some music for a second. We'll be back shortly uh mutiny radio and we are racers alley and i'm alex your host here and uh we'll get back to you shortly cheers enjoy the tunes
Yar, yar. Welcome back to Racers Alley at Muni Radio here in the heart of the mission in San Francisco. Wonderful evening. No more rain. And uh, we got Wade Boyd and Robbie Motor Tire Guy here in this evening. Wade's going to be uh, telling us about his latest adventure over in Australia. And uh, Robbie Motor Tire Guy is going to give us a little bit of information about his business. And he's taking off the hell out of here for three weeks. So uh, also on the news, what do we got going on? want to say, uh, give a really uh, big shout out actually to uh, Pop's Bar over over here in the mission it's on uh, 24th in new york uh, miss stephanie vanderlin who also uh, works at uh, molotovs one of our sponsors um, last month we did a great clothing drive at molotovs and we were able to pull off some nice uh, nice bags of clothes uh use uh, use goods there for for uh, saint anthony's here in the city um well, I got to say, we had a great, great night on Tuesday over at Pop's Bar. Thank you over there at 24th and York. Man, we had 20 bags of clothes. I got to say, that that's that's a nice haul. Uh, uh, that's usually up there at par, again, with vendors and, and uh, Molotovs in the past years. I think we've been doing this about six to eight years now, uh, uh, officially and unofficially. So it's always nice. Uh, everyone out there is, uh, you know, reaching out, digging down, giving up their used clothes, uh, especially for the uh, right now in the winter you know it's cold it's rainy and uh all that really helps out i like saint anthony's over here in the city because they give it straight to the people there's no bs there's no uh you know uh, they're not trying to profit and you know talk about holy joe and all that good stuff so it's a uh, it's awesome thank you again uh, stephanie vanderlin and uh, pop's bar you guys rock and rock and it was it was a great time and also uh new news out here uh one of our other sponsors tokyo moto uh, great shop if you need anything done on your japanese bike scooters uh you got we work on ktms aprilias uh and a couple of bmws uh we just moved we are no longer on 50 otis we are now on 50 Daharo in san francisco that's 50 Daharo. tokyo moto has moved it's a great new shop it's very bright in there uh boy everyone's coming in really loves it it's a it's a very nice uh, nice area to be you know and uh yeah so uh, that's exciting news as well robbie was there just the other day right i was surprised there's no homeless people there <laughs> yeah it's a it's a whole new area and uh it's from what i hear you know it's a to me it's almost like living in a suburbs because uh, uh I, I lived in suburbs and it's all clean there's no needles there's a defecation there's no there's no guy with a shopping cart literally uh next to you or smoking uh, crack uh that whole area there is kind of the uh gentrified san francisco to a certain extent uh which it would be nice because uh, they kind of police their own little area there and we kind of need to see more of that in the city to make sure you know it's just it's nice to be in a clean area again i mean it's it's, it's a kind of a bummer you know the city's kind of gone a little little dirty in a certain way so it's a new shop new area yeah well uh you were saying sean's like a breath of fresh air the old shop was great but it was dark it was a little dingy and all the crazy outside and the new shop's got skylights it's got fresh oh, white yeah. paint it's, it's, it's a really nice bright shop. and fresh exactly. and new shop smell and uh, yeah, yeah new shop you know, smell and uh you know it does make a difference to have a, a, a sunlight and uh, lights coming through the, the the skylights. It's it uh, it's good for the uh, health, you know. And, uh, everyone's happy there. Congratulations! Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Promote so, uh, smiley faces. You're exactly. Everyone's really happy about that coming in, and I think uh, soon he's going to have some sort of a uh, opening party there. And I think uh, Robbie Motor Tire Guy said he's going to buy the kegs. Well, if you can wait uh, wait three weeks for the opening party, if you have it while I'm in Thailand, you get no free yeah. beer. So uh, exactly, <laughs> no keg so, for you. Uh, that being said. Uh, 
Robbie, uh, your business. So you're going to be gone for three weeks? Yeah, if, uh, no tires uh, for three weeks. And um, it's the right time of year to go away and get out of the rat race and go visit the monkey race. Yeah, well, you've been over there before, uh, that those neck of the woods, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pilgrimage for you, I guess. Uh, you have a great time. Uh, business, it's usually kind of a slower time, and a good time to get the hell out, right? Yeah, if you're, if for me to go away in the summer is crazy, because that's the busy season. Winter, yeah. not dead, but slower, so if there's a time to go away, go away during the slower season. Exactly. Which is, February's yeah. a good month. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. So yeah, uh, another great uh, news here. Uh, Mr. Wade Boyd just got back from Australia, Correct? Yep, sure did. It's it's summertime down there. Hot? How hot was it? <laughs> it was very hot, like 105. They used different Ouch. numbers, but yeah, it was just Friday for us. You can see the ocean; it's almost touchable. Right outside, turn two. Uh, first day was pretty hot. Friday was really hot. Then they said it was going to get a little mellower, and we were mostly in the garages unless we were on the track. Wade, well, where uh, for the folks on the radio, uh, where exactly were you, and what were you doing uh, with whom? We're at Phillip Island, um, which is actually on an island in Australia. We fly into, we bounce off Sydney, went to Melbourne, and then it's like a hundred miles basically below melbourne wow you drive down the coast right. highway 420 <laughs> <laughs> nice it's, it's hilarious right to phillip island the island actually has a bridge connecting it There's okay one, one way in one way out wow it's like the backside of petaluma roly hills and this town called cows there i guess because there's cows all over the place interesting um it's sort of like a small guerneville Huh. with big giant fields and stuff and two miles away is one of the most beautiful racetracks in the world Phillip island uh for all you motorcyclists being a listen to racer alley you know you know what that is it's one of the best tracks in the world yeah really, it must be it's one of, yeah beautiful you we know, got it, there uh, they repaved it and then moto gp didn't like it so they repaved it again our joke is they repaved it for us it's nice. all but perfect there's, i found there's one little dip past start finish other than that, the road on and off had a little bumps in it, but it's gorgeous. There's two sets of garages, um, and then there's fields and stuff. There's green grass. You kind of just park on the grass like barber. Wow. That's a very homey, picnic-y type of situation. And yeah, really nice. Everybody uh, race-oriented is um happy go lucky on a say happy to see everything we got lots of help from everybody they want to see the races and everybody wants to compete and what do we got to do to help you do that of course so so how did the uh goozy do the goozy actually did really good i didn't really think it was that fast we geared it down i thought that was a big mistake but I went out okay. there. It's a shaft drive, yes? Yeah, totally. Okay. It's a wow. shaft drive. It's a 1,000. It's like a 1980. Um, supposedly everything done to it. It got dyno to 151. We we got clocked at 148 at Daytona. Dyno at 151 horsepower? Miles an hour. Oh, miles an hour. Okay. So out there, um, you're able to see what you were doing as far as uh, the yeah. numbers. And then they have a... Um, a timing light and everything, but I heard it was a wow. start finish, which is more like halfway down a straightaway. Anyhow, and they they use kilometers, so I got like two hundred and twenty kilometers, but I don't know really what that uh, is. Around one fifty is what I would gather. Yeah. So was the gear too low or gear just right? Just right. Good. Wow. Amazing. I said leave it. So I shift into fifth, 
right past start or right at start finish give or take an inch or so and it's just motors there were bikes faster there's a bunch of kz's around i played with everything i want to say i was sort of more in more kz land um where i did get to pick on a tz i gave him to eric to pick on nice um <laughs> and there was one in front but there was more four, four strokes or more uh basically real super bikes with real money poured in them and then you, they're trying to get the big name so they have a big name race that, that's basically. what i heard and uh for you folks out there i mean uh, uh, just uh, tuning in uh wade was over in australia with uh, team usa and i i believe this is your fifth or sixth year sixth year sixth year and uh, he was there with mr uh, lindauer a pal of ours from the sunday morning ride correct yeah yeah eric lindauer and uh hope you're listening eric and congrats congratulations on that man you look, look great on that bike and uh so anyways uh wade went with uh and eric uh flew with uh i guess uh, one of our uh sponsors uh, uh um sportcraft basically is my main sponsor basically for the goozy without him we couldn't have actually done it but it really took all three of us to pull it together but sportcraft built the goozy and helped put the whole thing together. I sponsored Eric, seeing as he was my mechanic, and he needed to go, and you need to ride a bike, too. So how many of you went together as far as our, our local clan? Basically, well... Uh, it was you, Eric, and... My, our team, which is subculture slash the Purple Gang, there was three of us. Okay. Uh, Rich, who owns the bike, the, gotcha. the Goozy. Eric, who is, in, in theory, the mechanic on the Goozy, and I sponsored Eric with my KZ1000. Which uh, was a beautiful looking bike. And I believe you can all see this on uh, on uh, Facebook book. Maybe the Racers yeah. Alley Waste- yeah. well, what, Facebook. What about for people who say, fuck you, Facebook? What about the non-Facebook users? Well, I guess uh, <laughs> good question, ain't it? Why don't you just show up? But yeah, um, YouTube. I mean, question. I don't know. Put stuff on YouTube. Or, uh, I, don't I don't know how. Yeah, to well, do that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have video. to get uh, our uh, media director, uh, aka Robbie Moto Tire guy, on that since he brought it up. So next time we meet, he'll have something for you guys yeah, to if look I had at. A, if I had a website <laughs> once upon a time, but it was all borrowed and borrowed time, and if that was ever to exist again, that's where I would show. So my dad. what were the results? How'd you do? How how do you Lindauer do? Uh, uh, I'm still actually trying to find out. I know what happened in, in two races uh, as a finish, but the numbers, I'm not totally sure. We've, we finished all four races. It's your best out of four. Um, both of us had a tiny minor problem, but we spent most of our time looking at our bikes. Everybody else was working on their bikes. That's awesome. Um, yeah, actually. I had an ignition problem in the last practice, and the little star that makes the goes by the igniter anyhow it was like a can of marbles in a coffee can you oh, rattle around rattle around rattle around rattle, 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 rattle. Uh, but you're I, able to finish yeah I was, well that was practice so we I came in early and it's like i got a problem i went by tech the guy was put his ear up to her hand up to his ear i did the same thing and i was down in like siberia anyhow <laughs> dude walks all the way over there and he goes what was wrong with that thing it it really sounds bad. Look, sounds like it's coming from the front wheel. And it's like, no. Nah. When I turned the motor off, it was quiet. Hmm. Anyway, we kind of found the the area and stuff. And then I waited till Rich got there. We inspected everything. Anyhow, the timing fell apart. Yar. Another Aussie guy on a goozy actually had a shop downtown. He totally took care of us. Wow. We, we glued it. We screwed it. Put rivets in it, and it it finished the whole 
rest of the weekend of racing that's great especially you know uh number one i mean lucky enough to even find a dude find the parts and then get it fixed yeah know, and it, and it didn't these, break you know. anything while doing it yeah while it was going well, that as well yeah exactly so, so that, that's a great story right there team scoring going. team usa versus team uh new zealand versus aussies versus how do the teams do who came it, out the Aussies won the challenge. Um, Team USA was in second place by like 40 or some odd points. Not too far. And New Zealand, a good third place. Okay. Sure. So it was really good. Um, Josh Hayes actually won the last race. So we now have an American that. that has won a challenge. And uh, um, I'm the only other one to win something down there, which is I won the sidecar class twice. I remember exactly. that. I but. think uh, also, I mean, uh, weren't you kind of the... the has that been going on forever? Or were you guys kind of the pioneers six years ago? It's actually the 26th uh, anniversary, but Team USA has only been there six or seven years. That's what I'm wondering. That's what, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, okay. so it's, it's, and it's been building up and up. And so, yeah, we're getting hotter Americans and hotter well, bikes. I noticed that this year. I got a bunch, of, a bunch of names out there with a bunch of very expensive motorcycles, yeah. which is wonderful. And uh, Mr. Pridmore, get well. I heard he, uh, he uh, oh, shot himself off on uh, yeah, the Heights. That was a big oops. Yeah, um, high side. He, uh, he uh, actually supposedly jumped to start, so we figured he was trying to make up for lost time. He was going to have a 10-second uh, um, penalty. Oh, no. They're really are. serious about that stuff down there. But he's, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure what play, if he was like fourth or fifth, but he was right in the front pack. They were doing really good, but it was a string out. He wasn't going to pull a Rossi or anything and run off. So yeah. he, he's stuck in the middle, uh, but they're all bad and looking really good. They come out of turn 11, and all of a sudden, I was up on the building and stuff with the rest of the crowd so we could see what was going on. Nice. But we're actually quite a distance away, but, you know, they're coming out of 11 looking really good, and all of a sudden, poof, big old cloud of dust. And then all of a sudden, uh -oh. some big black bike jumps up in the air doing cartwheels at 20 feet up. Whole crowd went wild and scared, scared everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying bikes, cartwheeling. Yeah. No, nobody really moved for a minute. Then they both kind of sat up. All the ambulance and stuff went over there. They were not hurting too bad, but bad enough. Yeah, it got a little you know, bit of a scare. Um, they couldn't get up and walk away, so they got the ambulances. And then later, a helicopter came over and gave them a nice quick ride to, the, to a yeah, proper yeah. hospital. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, also, I mean, uh, aren't these sort of races uh, kind of a little uh, uh, more generally crowd meeting uh, the young bucks, or are there a bunch of young bucks out there as well? A little bit of everything. Okay. There's, there, yeah, there's some young bucks coming up. Everybody's because we need young people to get into the sport also. Yeah. And so that's one thing they're worried about too is how's the next generation? Uh, not that everybody wants to just play video games or have, you know, then if everybody can go electric, what even if everybody goes electric, we want to yeah, continue some of our motors and stuff that's going on and well so. you know uh, uh the question uh, i, I kind of had was um meaning young bucks i mean i wonder you know i mean if young guys out there were willing to ride a you know 1982 eddie lawson replica bike compared to you know where there are six they're winning championships it and was stuff. A, it's a, it's again a, it was a little bit of everything yeah. um so yeah those who want to ride will do it and 
just just because they say those are 1982 bikes, there's only a sticker on it. <laughs> Everything, Everything else is like brand new. Well, yeah. it's, it's the uh, original motor that's pumped up. It's the original frame, but new forks, no, new no, wheels. No, no, it's, no, no, what no, are they? No. It's that, all that's, really super You're talking down. about my bike. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. No, you, everybody went out and bought spawn and frames. They got the super oh, everything right. front yeah. and rear. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your ten thousand dollar front end. You get so I can, I know where I can get one for but it's 25, the 000. original motor, but Ooh. pumped up original motor. How do they? It doesn't have to be anything. Doesn't it has to be a replica. Ah, okay, gotcha. So, so you could have you an electric win. bike looking replica. If you want to win, win, it win. It's only cost. I can get one for twenty five thousand dollars right now, ready to go. Same thing Pegram have. I really want it. Wow. No, no that would be really uh, awesome. Then, then we don't have to do a lot of work. I just I can practice a couple times and say we're ready. Yeah, and also bring over here for Arma. Yeah, uh, so yeah. Uh, at the meantime, we're going to work on what I got and or build something. Um, luckily, when we left, it, Rich and Eric had such a great time. We tried our hearts out. We did great. I qualified third in, in class, the same class. Eric qualified 14th. Nice. Uh, we had a dynamite out. time. Um, Rich said he would build me a bike. Sweet. Well, I mean, uh, was that so, Rich's first time out there? Yeah, to, okay. to Australia. So um, basically, uh, you know, he's been with Subculture uh, a bit. Uh, uh, basically, uh, have a really nice R6 out there, and I think he got a 400 as well with Rich. Yeah. Uh, um, so uh, he's got the bug now being in Australia. Yeah. Awesome. That's what we want, you know. Exactly. And so I was trying to add New Zealand to it. Um, He ended he being the first trip. It was really hard. Couldn't do it. It's uh, um, more time, more money, more everything. Yeah. But he sat with somebody on the plane, told him of three races just before Phillip Island. Uh, The world can totally open up, and we want to go down under. uh, There's big races in New Zealand. And and, nice. and 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 we enjoy that part of the world. Hard to spend enough time down there to actually do it. Yeah, every they got everything going on. We're barely scratching the surface. Awesome, you know. Right on, right on. Hey, uh, Manny, you just pulled in a little while ago. I just wanted to make sure you say hello. How you doing, mate? Fine. You yes. Right? Hi, everybody. Good to see you. <laughs> right on. How's your bike? It's running fine. You've been running with the boys? Uh, not much. But yeah. I mean, it's been a really nice. Uh, you know weather on the bay area today was a great day yeah you're out yeah. you're out you're riding out. around uh, north and uh you know from the bay area yeah join time yes right on right on all right well uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break for a second listen to some uh, nice uh, music here from uh black angel pleasure drum all right all right and uh get back to you shortly cheers cheers
history, she's a misread, misunderstood mystery. She only drinks white wine when she's nervous. She's a very pretty girl, a too smart, too kind city girl. She only takes the Lord's name in vain when she's nervous. Goggles, shells, and foreign smells. It tastes like grits My body's weathered The creek is high The moon's in heat God, grant me some rest She has power over men She holds them in the comfort of her soft white hands Her beauty traps your soul Yeah.
Right on, right on. Welcome back to Racers Alley at Muni Radio. And uh, we're having a great time here. The boys are just uh, jarring for a second. And I want to throw a shout out to uh, Mutiny Radio, www.mutinyradio.fm. Now, you can always listen to us live, and uh, you can also listen to our podcast. And, you know, I got to say, you know, between 10 and midnight, uh, Sunday through Saturday, there's a ton of great shows here, a bunch of podcasts. And, you know, uh, Pam Tastic here runs the place. And uh, I got to say, comedies are passion and uh this this, this uh, station really is uh heavy as, as far as uh you know promoting comics and uh comedians <laughs> i'm sorry so anyhow uh you can always uh come here on uh monday between six and eight and pam will here be here for the uh, joke workshop uh that being said uh, basically if you want to be an inspiring comedian you come in here you work on your material you'll have a few people here and you'll get some input and it's a great time to kind of practice being live without being in front of people uh as far as uh, you don't know and uh, everyone that's here it's usually a comedian and uh working on their stuff so there's a camaraderie uh, situation going on and a great 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 way to uh, you know learn the craft so to speak and uh, that being said on friday uh she has a happy hour open mic between six and eight as well as pam tastic's comedy clubhouse and uh great time to come in listen to uh, up-and-coming comedians and uh, enjoy the times here and uh, enjoy the show in our uh, radio station here as far as uh, motorcycle stuff, we have our friends uh, here over Steve. Uh, between 8 and 10 Monday, uh, Forever Two Wheels, uh, their motorcycle show gets a little bit more in facts about racing and uh, what's going on, you know, uh, in the community as far as, uh, you know, Superbike, uh, GP, and uh, local uh, American racing here. And uh, we here at Racers Alley, we tend to just, uh, you know, just converse and uh, shoot the shit, so to speak. So uh, as far as uh, learning the news, Forever Two Two wheels uh, Monday between eight and ten is a great time to come on down and uh, see what's going on. So uh, listen to us. Uh, and as far as uh, want to thank our sponsors, uh, we got Benders here. Uh, we're going to be doing a nice uh, food uh, clothing drive here in March. I'll let you know about that soon. Motohub uh, Dima MotohubSF.com. He's back in town, so if you need any personalized motorcycle work, he can come to your house or you can drop it off at his place. Uh, small shop. Very uh, personalized work so uh, visit the, uh, Dima over at motohubsf.com if you want to actually uh, 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 usually uh, we uh, also like Monkey Moto School if you want to learn how to actually uh, ride a motorcycle uh, Evan's really really good again very personalized like Dima uh, we'll get together you'll have a solo conversation see exactly what you want to do and he'll take you on a motorcycle safe area where he can teach you how to ride a motorcycle without any pressure so uh, you can always visit monkey moto school as well and evan will be happy to help you out r-e-r all right so uh we'll get to some music here and the boys will be back shortly and uh, we'll have some uh, more conversations cheers
Guitar, louder, car, 
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Racer's Alley. You know, we're here at Muni Radio over in the heart of the mission over here on uh, York's uh, 21 in Florida. www.muniradio.fm.com. You can always listen to us live or you can always listen to us archives. And, uh, you know, I want to say something uh, I didn't mention earlier. It's like uh, there's open spaces here. So if you ever want to have a podcast, you can have one or two hours. And, uh, you know, you can always contact Pamtastic here and have your own show. We are pretty open to anything goes uh no haters of course but otherwise i mean it's a great shot uh, place to be you have your own a studio you have a set out front where you can have a, a stage and some people out there and it's it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful establishment here so uh, you know if you do need any uh places to uh perform or actually want to produce something uh contact pamtastic at www.mutinyradio.fm to listen and just uh, also you can uh, www WWD Radio to contact her and uh, talk about renting some space here. And uh, if you ever have any questions or want to call us here at Racers Alley, you can always call us at 415-550-0511. In the future, uh, I think we figured out how to use the phone today. So if you actually call in, we should be able to actually answer you. But, uh, you know. We'll figure it out when you call. So, anyways, we're back, and uh, Manny, Robbie, and uh, Wade's here. So, uh, what's up, boys? Uh, we were just mentioning being over in Australia, and uh, Robbie, I believe uh, you're going to be leaving. So, uh, Moto Tire Guy is going to be closed for about three weeks here, right? Right, and uh, but you can still order tires and take them to Tokyo Moto and make Alex grumpy because uh, you didn't buy the tires from them. Yeah, exactly. Corkage fees. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's like, don't get me started. Yeah. So yeah. even with our new shop, it's like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you should support your local shops, but everyone wants to save a buck. And, you know, it's interesting, uh, in my personal opinion, probably a lot of these people... Um, don't need to save that money they already have a shit ton of money because they're techies and they're young and they're millennials and it's like well uh, what you don't give you do that for free no, i've seen i've seen some of the bikes outside tokyo moto they're kind of poor people bikes some of them well they, that's my bike dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow yeah tokyo moto has moved we are over on uh, 50 Taharo over down there and it's a wonderful new area and all of us are super super happy with the light uh, coming through the skylights and uh, you know uh, from lights uh it's just a suddenly nicer area it's a lot cleaner and uh you know it, it is in a, a, a what you would call in a new gentrified hub in the easiest way to put it uh however it's uh, there's uh, something nice to be said about that you don't got crazies you don't got needles and everything else in between the, up, the uh, uh, upside the upside to gentrification yeah. you complain about it until it benefits you uh, it doesn't benefit me as far <laughs> as uh actually yeah you're wrong it's a wonderful shop boy oh boy come on down and see us and i hope uh, in the future i think we're gonna have a grand opening party and uh and uh we're gonna have robbie buy us all the free beer. food and free yes. beer and, uh, just not in yeah. february i'll be gone yeah except for february you, yeah. so anyways uh where this started is uh moto tire guy is gonna be closed pretty much for three weeks starting next week so if you want to get your tires you can visit us over at tokyo moto or uh, send them there or uh just make sure you can email robbie you know yeah he loves email to have emails yeah. over at thailand while he's uh, having a vacation and uh, thailand emails. this is, will be my fourth uh, sixth time but manny he's a virgin he's a thailand virgin boy you got six times in thailand wade's got six times in australia racing team usa and manny is actually uh what's your organization you run with california posse california posse so california posse boys your boy's leaving over to thailand with robbie motor tire guy for three weeks 
Yeah, right? I mean, so, ask uh, Manny what he thinks he's getting into. He well, this, has no that's idea. what I'm wondering. Is like, boy, I've never been that that direction. Have you ever been there, Manny? No, my f- first time. Your first time. I'm so. a virgin. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, I guess uh, Robbie. Is it going to be super hot and humid? Is it a good time to go here? There, there you know. It'll like, it'll be warm uh, and it rains maybe a little bit. In, you know, during the day it's tropical, but it's not the blazing summer season and it's not the monsoon season. So it's uh, <laughs> wow. They got kind both. Of, Kind of what they call high season. That's when most people go during the winter months here. December, January, February is when the bulk of the people, you know, leave the U.S. from Chicago and all the frozen over places and go down there. So it's kind of high season. But you still get a little rain here and there. And it's still 85 during the day and maybe 75 at night. Wow. uh, Okay. That's that's, uh, that's not – I'm thinking like 105 or 14, humidity 100, you know. No, it might get up to 90, and it could be 90 and muggy. Which isn't 100, but still 90 and muggy. It's a little Mighty muggy. Well yeah. heard from friends back east. It's yeah. not nice to be hot and muggy. You take right. a shower and you're immediately, so what are you going to, you know, that type of stuff. So Yeah, I, I've been checking the uh, weather almost every day. It's 93s through the day. It's not bad. 70s no. at nighttime. So I think it's, it's yeah, okay. I, as long I, as I you got, that's fine. As long as you got shade and a cold beer and an ocean a or a mosquito repellent. There you are. They got mosquitoes out there running all over. I don't, well, some places. Some and you places. use the coconuts. <laughs> uh, also, here's an interesting, interesting question. What about uh, getting your shots and all that shit? Do you have to get any to go out there? Or, uh, disease, air, you know, malaria, well, whatever. It, d- it depends or, uh, what uh, bars you're going to. Oh yeah, well, the penicillin. You know, I was just wondering. You know, as far no, as no, it's uh, it's uh, not like Cambodia in the jungle. It's kind of it's kind of civilized where we're going. City, city, city life. It's not city life. It's just not jungle raw jungle it's you know small hotels some medium-sized hotels electricity shit ton of alcohol uh, uh, yeah and food it's, <laughs> and it's ladies don't oh wait jenny might be listening no ladies actually you guys are living in a convent i believe right are, yeah Catholic it, school girls, yeah they but. got they got electricity and clean food there we're not going to the the primitive jungle it's not uh, gotcha like and you air guys are riding too. as well oh you think you're getting air conditioning <laughs> some places it's called a wet towel or, or the mosquito net yeah yeah you are and i believe you guys got your international license right uh some of us did uh one of our uh claudio is gonna roll the dice and uh probably don't need one probably don't need it uh when i've been out there before all they want to see is a your passport and a copy of your passport and some hard cash you i was gonna se- say wade likes the they call it a road tax road <laughs> tax, yeah. yeah you just leave a security deposit their scooter rentals are five or seven dollars a day but you got to leave like a hundred dollar cash deposit and uh but on the website they say you know what they want to see your passport and your a copy of your international driving permit but my friend who lives out there uh where he lives says they don't care they just want the money but just the website say they want it and we just covered our ass went to AAA for twenty dollars just cover yeah cover the I base. Did that. when i went to the aisle i had my international driver's license but it literally was signing a piece of paper it's like you know over at the isle of man they drive on the wrong side of the street right, right? did anybody so ask it's like a whole different story did, did anybody on the isle of man ask to see your international permit no but you would think they'd like train you or give you a booklet or something. You just throw you to the wolves, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you been there, Wade. Remember that? Yeah. In this case, yes, yes, yes. You know, 
Yes, in case we need it, yes, bring it. Probably the government doesn't care, but in the insurance, you know, well, the motorcycle. Well, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone's yeah. got to take responsibility. Well, like <laughs> on the scooters, when you rent, the insurance is included. And But I could see the insurance company saying they didn't have an international permit. We're not paying. So maybe the uh, rental places, they want to see it just so their insurance will pay out if exactly. something happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, in Thailand, cash talks, you know, if you don't have it and you give them an extra $10, maybe they don't care. But I could understand the rental places for their insurance wanting you to have it in order to pay out. I can understand that. Yeah, they don't want their equipment destroyed. And, <laughs> Someone, and, and, yeah, exactly. Someone but you're not, you're not renting a Corvette or a Cadillac. You're only renting a scooter. So life's going to be easy and sweet. Well, you know, uh, another interesting part of that is, uh, holy moly, I mean, you know, uh, back in my day when I first moved here, uh, the bravest people were the bicycle messengers and the motorcycle messengers after that because things were chaotic and they they went through zooming in and out of everything. And everything I've ever seen in uh, third world countries is like, you're really zooming in and out of everything. Well, I mean, there's Bangkok, which is the major monkey race. I mean, you got to see videos of the traffic that's in Bangkok. What that's what I'm seeing. Right, but know. we're not going, to, we're not renting scooters in Bangkok. We're out on these mellow islands and the traffic is not nothing like it is in Bangkok. So it's okay, pretty so laid back. suburbish type thing. Yeah, you could still get taken out by a runaway truck with no brakes. Or an ox. But um, it's a lot more laid back and the traffic isn't impacted on the islands like it is in Bangkok. It's two different beasts. Gotcha. Yeah, we are. Well, you guys have a great time and um, yeah, try not to take uh, videos because they always get it up on the internet, you know, and you don't want to get in any trouble that way. And uh, yeah, so uh, Robbie Moto Tire Guy will basically be back in the fourth week of february correct the very end the very end end. he might even take a few days off to kind of catch up and decompress (laughs) re-entry exactly talking about that wade uh, how's your re-entry here i mean uh boy you got back what two days ago yeah what day is it (laughs) we left on tuesday morning and got back on tuesday morning right gotcha so when you uh, go the other way you i think it's a little harder but uh, it wasn't too bad but um, a little bit on time zoning and getting here, and, and then the realities of what is actually going on. So to actually take a break and go somewhere else, do something totally different, and not think of anything back home is really neat and everything. But yeah, totally a reentry. I got a, a lot of friends and dot 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 people on the endangered list and stuff, and just lost my boss. Um, all kinds of things are happening. I just talked to somebody else. You know, there's a lot of endangered things going on that's like wow yeah it's, you know it's a, really yeah. nice to go to paradise for a precious. second because uh some of the realities that and the stuff that i know of is going did you, on uh australia did you, get, did you get one of those 20 dollar burritos <laughs> no i um, looked when i was there there <laughs> the burritos are 20 dollars yeah uh, yeah i gotta like, get me a burrito truck and move to australia dude. it was like All right. 35 dollars for, for a good my favorite was oh was it uh I had the, the veal uh, something, whatever. Anyhow, it was $35. Um, yeah, veal scallopini was You're the best. I got a, ended up getting a chicken parmesan. Did I order that? I thought I ordered the thing. But anyhow, I'm not saying that. Anyhow, tipping yeah. went, does really good. Everybody was our friends. Awesome. We got really good service. Yeah, how are them folks? Really. Everybody is happy down there, and they totally are laughing at, at the, what the politics and people are crying about. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's a whole world outside 
that doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> and that's true. I mean, we we get too wound up about what's going on here, and there's a whole big world out there, and it's like get yeah. out there. The little piddly stuff that's going on here is really piddly, and people take it too seriously. I need yeah. to get out there, fellas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's another there's another yeah. whole world out there on exactly. every corner. Yeah, this, I miss and that. Most of them are laughing at us and out there having fun right now. Everybody in Australia is out having fun in the sunshine, riding their bikes, surfing, doing whatever they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really great they could care less what goes on in the rest of the world exactly and uh that's great that you went out and uh hopefully those folks will be listening i mean do you want to give a shout out to any of those folks in aussie land all of them i don't oh. know too many names uh wayne really saved us the other guy in the moto guzzi everybody wayne, on the awesome. team yeah yeah you that's a big deal you know and actually you know being that uh, you have all we have uh, folks uh, uh racers alley has a uh, facebook uh, presence and uh wade always has his uh, pictures on there and yeah you know, wade and erica you'll be able to see a lot of the pictures uh, of the bikes out there and certain folks also uh, and, uh yeah uh you can also contact us through there but uh, that's a good way to see everything thing and the folks uh, will be able to contact that way is from, yeah, from there probably i'm i'm just a, on the edge of, of facebook i know how to put pictures in um some people you know everybody does it individually actually um but there was, dave crussell was the the captain of the team head instigator and keeping it going for the last bunch of years his wife got got t-shirts and stuff nice. lorraine also races and did really well she got a fifth i think it was in her class lorraine is dave's wife Dave, yeah lorraine crussell lorraine crussell and what's she race she's racing a honda 160 i'm not sure if she raced something else but wow this time a honda 160 where dave's racing a tz 750 holy moly that's a handful right there yeah so dave was in the challenge i think he got like 22nd did really well I, I um his bike far as I, I was on the other side of the garage kind of busy most stuff but far as i know it did not break he had pretty much a good time nice um, um there's you know the whole he put together the whole team basically and you know i'm just kind of over on the edge you be lucky lucky to do my own stuff well, you know, it's fun. Like you said, you've been there six years now. Yeah. And uh, each year is getting stronger and stronger, and it's becoming a thing, so to speak. I mean, you're getting more and more uh, big names out there, uh, as well as, I imagine, uh, the machinery that comes along with big names. Uh, yeah. Faster you know, bikes, uh, yeah. That being said, uh, so you had your Moto Guzzi out there, and Eric had his what bike? KC1000. KC1000. Yeah. 78? No, it's a, actually, it's an 80s. Actually, it's an LTD that I converted and made into a race bike. Nice. And we're just waiting to drop some horsepower in it. Exactly. And the pictures of that bike is actually a particularly beautiful bike because the tank has a little chrome in there. Yeah. The, the, the oh, chrome yeah. flash, the chrome side, far as I've got it, is the insignia that that is actually a fuel-injected LTD, at least in America. That that was the, the um, marker, yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're basically all the same. The frames are the same. It's got the small, beautiful tank. Um, nobody wanted this bike, so anyhow, I bought it and said, I'm wow. making it into a race bike. Yeah. It's my, got my complete fairing setup on it and conversion. And I had some friends help me with some parts and here and there. and um what was your original intention for that as far as uh, what class were you uh, making that go towards? The challenge. Okay, so that was you know, the original Australia challenge bike. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Everybody in this neighborhood, my all my buddies had KZ1000s. So 
I'm going to go collect me a KZ-1000. All those guys, Australia, went with the GS, or the Katana. Yeah, I was mentioning that to the boys here in the are shop. are 1100s, the GS-11s. They're 1100s? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what's, yeah. what's so, also funnily unique about that Katana is it's a very unique-looking bike back in the day. And that's what's, you know, I talked to the boys funny here. funny-looking. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now they all love them. <laughs> exactly. And I was telling yeah. the boys here at the shop, and I was like, uh, yeah, Wade's out there running, doing really good, but you know what the bike we all got? It's like a Katana. I was like, what? You know, like, yeah, it's it's yeah. maybe that was because they could all get them for really, really cheap. And 1100s. Build the motor. <laughs> yeah. 1100 yeah. so the, there's a 1300 cc limit for this race um you can anyhow, do a lot we went that. back and bought a gs11 also so i'm putting my same kit on both bikes doing everything i can to to set them up so i've got the gs but at the moment it has stock wheels and brakes Gotcha. Um, a lot of those folks out there uh, upgrade the uh, wheels to uh, accommodate r- a new rubber. Or? Oh, everything. Yes. So uh, yes. yeah, it's that's all done. Like the, the biggest, makes, fattest, everything. And, gotcha. You know that makes a big difference, actually. You know, as far as being able to run new rubber, uh, modern rubber, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and uh, regular and sizes, then, so to speak. And then everybody's mm-hmm. on slicks. Really? Yeah. There you are. And, and, so, and, and then okay. so we, we bought slicks for the Guzzi. Really? Right there, and and so nice. I ended up actually ended up with a treaded tire on it back, but we're down under, and our Dunlop tires down under Dunlop tires, blah blah blah, are better <laughs> than your northern tires. Interesting. They don't work down here. They're three to five seconds faster is what you're gonna get it's our ground it's our gravity it's our whatever you want to call it (laughs) (laughs) wow you gotta get it tires over there so anyhow yeah i dropped three seconds very interesting and that's a that's uh for you racers i mean dropping three seconds is a shit ton boy oh boy and uh because you were just comfortable yeah they're working better and better and and yeah i and I think I, I'm, you know, but the mission is to still even go faster. I dropped 12 seconds between when I started, when I finished. Nice. And the, and the last three were with those tires. I got new tires, and man, it really liked it. All of a sudden, well, uh, all that time you're getting everything else dialed, and then you had the new tires, and they happen to work wonderfully. Yeah. Wow, that's great. That's a shit ton of time for uh, those of you that don't know. 12 seconds is a million miles in a, in a race bike, and that, that, that's really, really great. Yeah. You know? So one time... Was, it was kind of funny, good little spot on it. We were out in practice, and so I, I got a black flag or a meatball flag. It's like, what? Wah, wah. Or anyhow, <laughs> they were just, they were pulling it up. I didn't, didn't know. It's like, me, I didn't do anything. Uh, anyhow, so I'm pulling off. I'm going into turn four, which is where the exit road is. So I was going in kind of slow because I wasn't sure if it was me or not. And this guy goes blazing by and his gear selector is dangling. Are. And no, it wasn't for me. Nice. So they have this thing called a ring road. If you if you overshoot that corner, which is really done a lot, you go really fast until you get to turn four, and then you're going to break really hard from 150 miles an hour and go wow. that way. So if you go really long, what they want you to do is go long, and there's a separate road that blends back onto the exit of that next little straightaway so if you overshoot it's a safe passage to get back on the yeah, course exactly nice so i find myself doing that i was wondering okay so i've never been there for you anyhow i'm taking that thing i look over and there goes eric 
with, with, wow. two, with two other guys. Cause when he, oh, is that the, the group? <laughs> yeah, he was, well, he was following me around and stuff, but I can't see behind me. I don't have mirrors. And once I move... When you're going, I, you're going. Yeah, so I couldn't really tell, and I'm really trying to help him out because he's going from zero to warp speed and nuts and flat. Yes. So, so anyhow, there he is. I really like that. And uh, so I, I hunt him down. It takes me like to the last couple corners, and... I dive in on him, actually going into 12, giant big sweeper with a big dip in it. And as you come up, there's a, a kind of, a, you crest the hill as you enter the straightaway. And I'm flat out in fourth gear, and I pull right up behind him. I draft him all the way down the straightaway, and Rich is hanging out watching everything. We go by him, you know, nose to tail, and the goosey pulls out and goes around him. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it's like follow me. And he, he <laughs> said he stuck with me for like three quarters of a lap. And it was just really neat time. Good growth for him, a lot of fun for both of us. Yeah, I mean you know. to be first time out somewhere, I mean uh it's a challenge, uh, especially if you haven't been out. And uh, Eric is a very accomplished rider and uh, racer, especially sidecar as well. I mean, uh, you know, he's multi-talented and uh, as well yeah. as being a pit crew uh, mechanic. But, uh, yeah, when you get somewhere new, it's, 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 it's a different thing, especially on a bike you've never been on. Uh, you got to learn everything from top to bottom. And uh, even if you have something you've been on for your whole life, still hard i mean uh wait uh boy this was 2004 when uh we did the isle of man tt and i was following you uh there was one time that we were able to be together every now and then wade and i get to ride together during uh our escapades and uh you know different lands and um so anyhow we were able to go and uh, you were nice enough to go alex try and follow me here you are here you are but it was just like um it's not nowhere i've ever been and you're very familiarized but yeah you can easily get over your head so i ended up like trying to follow you but i'm trying to go as fast as i can and you're going as slow as you can in rar and then someone goes flying by and you go i gotta go alex rar but yeah when you it's very hard to actually uh, learn from following someone if you've never been anywhere it's like you get the lines but it's just like the speed and stuff you kind of gotta get used to before you go breaking hard and turning left and going right i've never been to phillip island uh, how many turns is that there's only 12 not 350 12 turns nice. so it's just like sears point or willow springs you can you can almost count them on your hands nice it's so nice it's so smooth it's a perfect track anyhow you can watch also watch it on tv moto gp you can watch the aisle too but you'll never get it well nowadays you can play a video game yeah. and be in a motorcycle yeah. car whatever all that, whatever, stuff you know, yeah. all that stuff actually does help but the aisle you have stuff right there that will really hurt you if you hit it or touch it Phillip Island has a giant pea gravel. It's got safe places. You can yeah. crash anywhere. It's an adult <laughs> you got a sandbox. football field around on the track. If yeah. MotoGP will ride there, you would like to ride there. Gotcha. It's, it's as safe as it can no be. No worry type of environment. And when you say, actually, they repaved it twice due to the fact that the, the GP. So I imagine when, they, when, they, when you say that, it's probably smooth as silk. Basically, yeah, there ain't no bumps nowhere. Get you out of sorts, uh, in and I, out. And I found one dip. I said there aren't any. I found I found one. Wow, I can't imagine that. You know, it's perfection. It's, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's summertime. It's the track is gorgeous. Don't mess with it. Don't put any oil on it. 
Nice. Yeah, exactly. That as well. Very, uh, and they, they, they put on a really nice program. They usually have sidecars. So they have a funny rules uh, that they stick yeah. to. Anyhow, they didn't have enough entries, so they didn't have any this year. Well, that was uh, sad to hear. Yeah. yeah. So maybe next year they'll have sidecars. Any talk they, about that? They should. They'll. They'll all. I'm gonna say they'll always try. It's amount of entries. They need to work I, on it. I, yeah, I'm sure they're working on it. All and right. the, the communication isn't quite good enough, fast enough. First, I heard there was ten. Then I heard last when I was there, I heard it was fourteen. They needed fifteen. I was going to send my car. Um, I got squeezed over here. I need to know before I send my car that, yes, you're going to have it. Because I already did that one time, and it didn't work out. They said, no, no, no. So they would have a dynamite race with 10 cars. Do we need more USA sidecars down there? They need more Aussie sidecars. Where are the sidecars coming from (laughs) that they're not coming from? More USA. Where are the the sidecars? You had three. Um. I took mine twice. There was a couple other people took it from the East Coast and stuff. Um, the last couple of years, I did not. I was sponsored with an Aussie car both times. Yes. Basically, all the cars come from Oz. So two of the guys from the UK, um, Greg Lambert and Pete, uh, oops, Tim Reeves, were sponsored with rigs. I might say out of Australia. I don't think it was New Zealand. But anyhow, they just flew in, got rigs. Really nice, really nice rigs. I mean, is there a way to talk Um, it up? Kind of unobtainium things like Norton's and triple 750 or 752 strokes in Norton. uh, There's there's everything down there. I got another buddy. that He's got a Kawasaki triple. Um, They do two strokes. um, They're kind of the stepchildren like everybody else, most everywhere else. they got to work harder than kind of everybody else, and they don't almost get the same rights as everybody because they're, they're sidecars. They're, they're, yeah, you know. man. So a, life is a little harder. Phillip Island is, is real expensive for them well, and really fast, so it's it's money and horsepower. Well, that happened usual. over at the everywhere pike's peak everywhere. right they, they did that at pike's peak and they gave you a little diss you know yeah. hopefully we can get more out there and you know robbie has a point let's get a couple more american sidecar racers well out there. or i mean there's a ton of sidecars in australia people that loan you sidecars to ride is maybe a matter of getting them to let's register all the um, aussie cars and we'll find drivers for you um they're not i want to say they're not big enough like we're not big enough it's I got, a, I got a special deal because I made a special friend. Gotcha. Actually, out of a competitor. It wasn't any of anybody down there other than Doug Chavez going, I want to do this. You're, as he says, you're my mate. Um, my, my specialty <laughs> awesome. is making friends, and I made a really good friend out of the biggest, fastest, baddest competitor down there. And so he said, Bar, you know, come down here. We need you, same thing, to fill the grid so we have our race. And he took his TZ750 out of a museum for me to race it. When I got it, Which it was perfect. Awesome. It had new tires, new yeah. everything. Don't touch it. They will handle it. And luckily, I didn't blow it up for him. Maybe and he can talk it up. Dream thing. Yeah, maybe he can talk it up more for next year where there's other sidecars that will be made available if we can just find pilots for him. Well, you don't give anyone your cars. Right. And, uh, it's, you know. it's still really, yeah, it's still a really hard one. So... He, they all know, and he knows that that I, I and my team can actually drive. And so we got He's, the deal of yeah. a lifetime. Well, you're, you, but you're it's not impossible. And so it's it's really about talk it up. Starting now, you got all year to talk it up. So they also had two races 
um, on the same day. So they all went to the other race instead of Phillip Island. Okay. So uh, they're uh, hopefully not hurting. And they had it. Hopefully they had a graded in. I don't really know, but same thing. They have they have an everything. Phillip Island is actually just one event. As far as we see it, it's the biggest premier event that they got and everything. So I've been fishing around for other ones that are close by. What are you guys actually really doing? They keep saying, "Oh, try this one. Try this. come over here because it's a lot easier for us to do it." Interesting. Financially and everything. Same kind of same problems we have here. You know, it's like so. Barbara is on our list in October, whatever. How many teams off the West Coast can actually afford to get there? Yeah. One with some help. So two teams have been making it for the last umpteen years, and and it it's fun. It's great. It kind of makes a difference even on points. You win that race, suddenly you're national champion. I've always wanted to go Barber, and you know, when I was a kid in the '80s and '90s, looking at racing, I mean, that's world famous thing, you know, American racetrack, you know, yeah, motorcycle so racetrack. Barber you know, is right. is on my on my list already this year for multiple reasons. So, and yeah, so your old friends. Watch, I'll be I'll be I'll be at Barber this year. Good. Um, hopefully with both, but anyhow, Rich is after taking the Goozy to Barber. Nice. And I've been twisting, getting my arm twisted for the last umpteen years for taking my sidecar again. Yeah, so that'll, that'll so, happen. Yeah, so Barber, 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 Barber. What, what, what are you doing this year? The list <laughs> basically starts now. Exactly. Yeah, uh, to, you know, to, to do a campaign, you just don't do it overnight. You have to have plans. Anyway, uh, Sit back for a while, listen to some music, and we'll be back shortly. We're taking a little break. Cheers.
getting school by robbie moto tire guy about tires and you know it's like uh boy wait just got a really nice bike uh from robbie moto tire guy which is happens to be a, i think it's a 2004 5 cbr 1000r right and uh beautiful black uh great condition and uh tires on there and so we're just talking about between 180 and 190s and flickabilities and everything else in between and robbie goes yeah 50 55 makes a difference so you know i mean there's a lot of tire tire choices out there but uh but get us out any new tire right now is a really great tire as long as you got new new shoes you can always go faster yeah wade so what do you think about your bike yeah, it's fun. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Valid. sure. And so, uh, well, I guess you've been gone the, the past week. It's the shadow. R R. Yeah, it's CBR one thousand. I mean, I'm glad. Uh, I like the sticker location. You put a couple stickers on the back tail above the tail light, but you're keeping the sides kind of like incognito, <laughs> clean and black. <laughs> Wait and see. <laughs> you can always actually have flames, and they'll just be charcoal or a little bit of under 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 the light type thing. Yeah, but when they put out the APB right now, they can only say it's a black bike, which is kind of you know which black bike. But if you put p- purple. If you put purple flames on right. it and other crazy stuff, they'll be, it's the black bike with purple flames. There's only one of those. Oh, he'll be easy to find. That guy. Uh, well, here, here's the problem. When I keep threatening to go out, and actually now I can go out. I have a 99-hour one myself, and the time I start going out, I usually go out with Wade, and I'm got to behind Wade, and they're going to say, oh, there's Wade in that blue R1, and then I'm going to be their rabbit. He's just going to get away, Scott. There free. he is. <laughs> no, no, what does mean? No, R-E-R. So this weekend's going to be first time in the ride for a hair. Yeah, so that'll be nice on the new bike. You took it out once before, so, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. And maybe a weather heads up. It's supposed to be a big soaker uh, tomorrow night. Big windy soaker, windy soaker. So Sunday ride, you might have some streams going across Highway 1 or some debris. Just heads up. Yeah. And them Hondas have a pretty linear power curve. (laughs) In a way, it actually has gone through everything on all the bikes, you know? It's it's. It's it's it it wants you to be really smooth. It's teaching smooth. There's it's almost electric. It's just yeah, Honda. I barely found the uh, injectors opening. Really, it gets exciting after that. But that's where the zone I'm looking. Have you for. noticed the injectors open? They come on like at seven thousand or eight thousand RPM. 
Somewhere in there. I'm going to stay closer to eight, and then that, that funny little light comes on. It comes on way too early. <laughs> oh, you got, well, you got one of them, huh? Oh, yeah, I got the, the blinks yellow. I think I have it set at 9,000 RPM, and red line's maybe a 11 or something. I was 11.5. Really? 11.5 on that bike? Interesting. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was, wow. that's something like that. So I was trying to measure that. I haven't been there hardly enough to know anything other than that what's that light going on <laughs> warning he's like oh that's oh. my oil <laughs> so yeah i was wondering if you had it set like at nine or whatever i was thinking more like 10 5 11 yeah know. i think I, I if i remember correctly i think i set it at nine just so you have like you know a, a one second warning before you hit red line yeah, or something so it's it's settable and yeah yeah so far i barely paid attention to it i'm not really there long enough to know but it's like oh this is starting to get exciting but it's so sp- smooth getting there really nice beautiful bike yeah totally <laughs> you are that's for sure so yeah anyhow so uh got back from australia robbie's leaving to uh, actually uh, many both you guys are heading out of town and uh what's going on next uh what's what's next on the thing uh i have uh, interesting news uh don't know it's like uh, i figured out what's wrong with the 636 race bike it's been a while and uh ended up um drum roll it was drum literally roll. the last thing uh uh, leaving the uh, leaving the shop, you know, it's like boss man goes, Alex, what's up with your race bike? It's like you can take it to Robbie's place, or you can take it to Wade's place. I go, no, that's coming with me at the shop, you know. That's kind of one of them things. When I got hired, I'd tried to stop my own business, but I wanted to have my race bike there. So that was so. That what was, did you find out? The well, what's the secret? What was it? Uh, so anyway, so it was a big old rat in one of the cylinders. You know, I pull out the goddamn spark plug and you know just. So, interestingly enough, uh, you can look at all these types of uh, schematics and uh, the books and stuff, but until you actually take it apart, something that might be looking like an oil seal and O-ring will actually have a bit of stuff on there, you know, in RER, sure enough. Uh, nothing said anything about that piece. Nothing said anything about the piece being pressed into the uh, side of the, the cover. Nothing said anything about it actually being an active unit, you know, so it was nice. Uh, uh, Sean goes, you got to get your bike over, so. Uh, we're living it's like my bike was like the last chopper out of Hanoi you know I was like it's like RER it's like I can't put it back together I'm looking at this stuff it's like RER this one O-ring ends up being like six pieces but it looks like one piece and the piece I had in the bike was six pieces so it's just like a O-ring for the water pump housing it's, it's just a part on the cover but easiest way to explain it is like there's a thermostat looking piece that looks an O-ring size that fits in the side cover and it goes boing 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 you know that was totally tore up and tore to shit you know it's like but you wouldn't know it until you took it apart and ordered the piece and tried to put it in there and yeah so uh 636 will be back out there button willow soon there you are and uh right right well see it's like uh yeah uh first two afm races are going to be at button willow actually thank you afm for always being out there as well as you know the uh ama and of course uh rap brothers racing but afm we're going to be starting out there in the middle of march and then we're going to be out there in uh, april and i think we won't be back until may over at thunder hill thunder hill i think sears point and then thunder hill again so uh american federation of motorcycles 
motorcycles. Uh, if you guys out there, always support him. They have a great time and uh, been around for a long time. Barbara's still out there actually uh, running the show. And uh, you can believe they just had their uh, awards banquet. And uh, congratulations to Sergio Everybody. Galvan. You know, he just got his trophy. Uh, he Well, he was out there and he had something out there. So congratulations to Sergio. Uh, he's cool. one of our guests a while back. But uh, everyone else, like Wade says, yeah, congratulations to everyone. But uh, AFM, they've been out there forever, right, Wade? I think your yeah. your pops out there was president at one yeah, time. Yeah, my pops was president in, uh, I think, 70 or 71. I think it was 70. Yeah, I, I think well, I was 70, 71, one of those two years. So that's, that's when I got introduced to the AFM for real, and I got to ride my own bike. No kidding. It wasn't mine, but I got to ride one. Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Got to ride. Uh, my first bike was a 125 Suzuki Stinger. It looked like a bullet, and it was the slowest thing out known to man. I couldn't Looks believe fast. it. Two stroke, four stroke, two stroke yeah, twin. But a 125 two stroke. That's yeah. It was gorgeous. Two stroke twin as well. That's by looking rare. at it, it was the fastest thing out there. <laughs> John Shermack on his on his Yamaha went motoring by like we were parked. You are. Couldn't believe. Only thing I ever, ever, ever passed was a, a 50 GP bike. And those things were like watches. They're all hand built. Nobody made them. There's, they were gorgeous. Interesting. And I hunted one down and I barely got by him. But a score, I'll take it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. That was at Vacaville. I rode Vacaville and Katati. Vacaville and Katati back in the old days were road racing courses. Yeah, which was on an old airport. Are nice and now. Supposedly, there's houses on them. Of course, but that's uh, that's great, Wade. I mean, uh, you know, it's like a, a million years ago, Wade and I were picking up a, a, a what do you call it, a flat alcohol track burner. We were like, oh, speedway we, bike. Speedway bike. We were out there. Uh, we met uh, Ken Maley, uh, yep. but we went out to I think Apple Valley to pick up the speedway bike. It was a nice adventure, and uh, I believe uh, I don't know if we were racing between there or, or not. I think we, we, that was. It was some big race, and we were all racing the derbies Okay, at the big AMA race. That was that time. And we, we stole a couple hours off in the middle. Come on, we're going to sneak off and do something totally different. I'm going to go ride my Speedway bike, meet Ken Maley. And, and so we got to play That's there great. for like, we had three hours, period. And so the kids that we left there that... We, we almost met anyhow I dusted them all and they all were crying that I had to it was leave. hilarious you, you can't no leave like, yeah we, we got we gotta leave we gotta go back to work yeah, at this other racetrack a, yeah we ended up uh, so uh, Ken Maley if you, uh, for all you out there uh, don't know he was the premier guy who made the shoe if you were actually steel a shoe steel shoe man he, he was the he, he was the he was the dude and uh, Wade and I happened to go out there to pick up a, a bike of his, uh, Speedway, and uh, ended up going to his ranch. And it was really historic. It was yeah. like, uh, I've never been to Kenny Roberts Ranch, but I bet you have the R, like Robbie's area. It was like yeah. triple Every, tier. Yeah, everybody in the world had been there except us. Exactly. The, 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 it, it's a legendary place up in the hills of L.A., I believe. Isn't it L.A.? Where there yeah, is yeah. it? As, uh, we don't know where we are, so yeah, I call it outer L.A. Yeah, it was so it, neat. He had three telephones on him at all time. One in his hat. One is, you know, he had Farmer's Johns on. 
So we get there, we look at the track, ooh, uh, and they watered it. I couldn't believe it. They I man, think, man, they watered. It. I was uh, like, I, now we gotta yeah. wait for the water to fucking dry. I couldn't believe it. Everything's clean, and we just roll up. So I don't know. It's like we're we're basically the first ones there, and I don't know if he was even open, but we we shot up. And it's like, hey man, we're looking for Bailey's Ranch, and sure enough, old Codger shows up with these overalls. Like, here you are, and Wade starts talking. Here you are, all right. So we we had the big purple. Uh, uh, box van back then and uh go park in the area and boy you yeah, know we, i got the say, only ones there exactly and it's like uh he's sitting there and it's like i don't he mentioned his wife or something but you know as a writer and uh a person who takes notes of things but unfortunately i never remember him but uh boy oh boy <laughs> uh i sat there and listened to wade and mr Maley. Uh, talk about tracks long forgotten in times and races that are just it was a history book and audio and I wish I would have had a a video camera you remember Wade you were talking about your two tracks earlier and this is what brings on the story everybody in the world has been here yeah it was oh dude I'm so late it was was a wonderful time you know and it's like yeah everyone used to be down south boys if you're a racer you've been to Mailey's Ranch you know Got his Mailey seal shoes. Every everyone, you know. And I never uh, got my Mailey seal shoe. Yeah, I ordered one. I, I missed it. I didn't get one. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, I think he passed within shortly after we left. It had yeah. nothing to do with us, but uh, yeah, he um, yeah. yeah he literally did pass, and it was you know it was a wonderful time to be there and to meet the man, and that's what's nice about to actually immortalize that in this show right now, Racers yeah. Alley. To be able to say that we were there, and uh, cool time was anyhow. So Wade and I are sitting there, and he's got the thingy out and uh, the bike out. Blah blah blah. There you are. It was like um, second time. Third time, always bring your leathers when you're with when you're with Wade. Because first two times we went out somewhere, I didn't have my leathers, and I was like, I could have rode what he was doing, you know. So R E R. So he goes out there, does a couple of laps. Like I said, the guy went out and sprayed and cleaned everything, so it's enough time. So he goes out, and uh, the walls were white, right? Wade immediately made those walls all covered in mud. You know, a couple of laps. It was a, it was an alcohol burner too. Yeah. So if you don't know what a speedway bike, it's it's one of them that don't have any brakes. It's a two stroke yeah. carries about a half a quart of fuel. You know. Yeah, it's it turns out they're 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 kind of delicate. I got to stand up at Westlake. Um, you nice. gotta you gotta learn how to play with them because they don't. They don't. They they basically drop their oil. You gotta run alcohol. You gotta uh, make sure it's got oil. You gotta um, drain the fuel, shut it off. Blah blah. blah play with it. Um, there are no brakes. You turn right to go left, and it's all about turning that throttle on and leaving it there. So I made a couple laps to figure out where the the puddles are, and then and these other couple guys start putting around and stuff. But it's all about starting on the starting line. And you start on the starting line, you go one, two, three, dude flows, throws the switch, and you pin it. And you got to make turn one and two without shutting off. There's some of the great online videos on YouTube. Just look up Speedway Racing, like in Australia. And it's like, you know, they're four, four across, and just the, there's a net that goes up. That's how the st- race starts. Yeah. It's like a net. Yeah. And it's some- just the way they cross up each other, and they're looking for that final, you know, angle on the final turn. It's yeah, just it's, awesome. It's, 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 it's drifting 
is original basically motorcycles drifting it's it's all the art of the slide and so it's it's spinning the rear tire at excessive speeds and catching the slide it takes every like every muscle from the tip of your toe to the tip of your head to get it right once you get it right you can it's like ice skating it's like dancing so i was i was dance skating slash um ice skating with my bike when i get tired i tend to fall back into leaning over and riding a motorcycle like i ride you have to race everything and do it totally different and it's like ice skating standing up and and keeping that rear tire lit if you if you back off it'll grab it'll send you in outer space well it's all about power you know no, it's it, like power is actually uh to be in control yeah without power you're not it's like sailing in the wind if you don't have wind your sailboat's kind of fucked or it's kind of like driving a jet ski you don't steer a jet ski you have to steer with the power of the gas you steer exactly same thing same thing it's all about you've got to be spinning and burning and digging your trench and and steering with the rear wheel and those things steer all like 90 degrees and you can have your foot on the ground or not it doesn't care it, it's like being tied to a string once you do know how to do it and do it properly you're tied to a string and it goes so fast yeah you, know, you, know, you get real g-forces and stuff but you can be you can be totally dancing on one toe at warp speed and cutting the edge and be absolutely untouchable well, it's like, uh, yeah, like uh, being um, being a surfer, riding the perfect wave, or being a skier, going down the perfect, uh, you know, yeah. snow, and yeah, well, it's, it's all those theories yeah. wrapped into. Okay, here's your everything here's, comes into here's one. Here's the toy you get to play with this way, and it it will do it. Yeah, it's they, uh, every now and then. I mean, watch it's any uh, speedway race. Yeah, just YouTube speedway racing, and be you'll be entertained. Very are you are. All right, well, uh, thank you for coming to Racers Alley's, guys. You know, it's like, uh, Robbie, and, uh, well, Manny, you guys have a great time trying not to get arrested. I don't have a phone, so you can't call me if you get arrested until well, next week. Can we call yeah. into the radio show from Thailand? Will you answer? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wade, welcome back and, uh, from Australia. Boy, oh, boy, uh, great stories coming by. And you can always find them on Facebook uh, on Racers Alley. And check out them pictures on them bikes with Mr. Eric. And, uh, you know, uh, really, really cool things to look at. And, uh you know, as far as I'm concerned, I hope everyone hears our show because apparently something died over there. But, uh, boy, great time. Uh, you'll be here next week, and uh, we'll be here next week at uh, RER. And uh, three weeks from now, uh, you can call Robbie Motor Tire Guy back for tires. And uh, remember, Tokyo Moto is now on 50 to Haro. The RER, and uh, we'll be happy to help you out. And uh, next time, uh, talk about some parties where Robbie will buy us some beer. Wade, congratulations in March. All right, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, subculture racing, and uh, we'll have more stories next week. Cheers, fellas. Uh, talk to you soon. Good night. Good, Good night. night. Good night, Mary. Good yeah. night. Good night, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do that AI thing I was thinking about. It's like being here alone sometimes, <laughs> honestly. I don't know. But if you seriously think about it, all these electric cars are coming out. They're all computer driven. They all got Wi-Fi. It could easily hack into those things and like fuck somebody up. It's, they could send all kinds of fucked up shit from Amazon to your house. You're back fucking, on the whole. Uh, they could do all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs>
Uh, well, in the meantime, back in reality, George. Uh, yeah, keep it up, little man. It is an issue that's being brought in front of Congress because we do need to address this. Because I mean, what if it starts knocking people off motorcycles or you know pedestrians, or you just got nailed, right? Maybe they should give them the, the bike lane. The bike lane. We yeah. just Uber and uh, drone cars only. Yeah. Yeah. It seems fair. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, hey, the bicycles aren't paying for that fucking that lane. They don't deserve it. No, I agree with you there. They're, they, would, they're a special breed right so there. so much easier. All those lanes could now become like pickup lanes, and you wouldn't have to worry about it because you know Uber would be over there like picking people up. Yeah. Done deal. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to music. <laughs> Holy hey, shit. there's a big fire uh, in North Beach, right, this weekend. Um, that got that got all the news. In Soma, they had a fire, and a man was found dead in an adult bookstore. Uh, fucking strange, right? And the owners of the place are like, "We well, don't know how he got there." What? Kind of weird. They found a dead body in a small fire. Like, there's a big North Beach fire this weekend. Are you aware of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I fire department's that. getting a bunch of crap for their yeah. response to it, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, they had a smaller fire over on, I think it was 111 6th Street. So it's that first block of Sixth between Street Mission Tactic, and Howard. Dude, no, second Christ. one. That whole block of 6th Street is. That whole, that whole corridor is just crazy. Fun. Dude. I think people are even worse there than they are in the Tenderloin. It's like you, you get kicked out of the Tenderloin, you go to 6th Street. Dude, it is weird, <laughs> sketchy. It doesn't though. smell as it's, bad as Tenderloin, though. Yeah, very, very exciting stuff down there. Uh, so what else you got, George? Speaking of explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> I got fuck all, dude. I've been working, man. Uh, we're not talking about work, so there you go. Gotcha. Oh, I did, cooked, uh, wait a minute, you the, talked to one of the guys for the, that, for the union meeting. I cooked all that fucking meat. That was cool. I oh, did that yes, last you week. did. I did have some of that. Two hundred pounds of corned beef and slathered it with a mustard sauce. It was delicious. Ooh, I, I'm a little backed up, man. I ate too much meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring any tonight. <laughs> if anybody's got a solution, please uh, call in. <laughs> Talk yogurt. To, talk to Steve. Yogurt. Eat healthy. Yeah. Really At number 415 Tell Steve what I need to do. He's the only one that can comfort me. Take an old tree, George. Whatever. Mm, I especially enjoyed that one. Let's see what's next.
tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts. That kind of sucks. But listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy comedy knows that Pam Dastics books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pam Tastics deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Mutiny Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida.